What's up, everyone, and welcome to the 29th episode of the Envision Game Podcast. I'm your host, Brad's Gaming, and as always, I'm joined by Clownish Joe. Hello, everyone. And Triple Bravo. Howdy, folks. So, uh, so for question of the week, we wanted to ask, what are the most uh, disappointing game that you've had for 2021? Something you were hyped about, and uh, you ended up being let down. Obviously, that's going to be also our topic, is games that have flopped um just from either being a bad game or having issues on release um issues currently still possibly if they haven't been fixed and we're going to go over all of those so you'll hear ours once we get to the games themselves but um before we jump into the actual games themselves we wanted to ask ourselves uh why do we think the games are launching unfinished and having these types of issues when back in the day it seemed it was very rare. How about you, Bravo? You got any, got any input here? What are you feeling? I can't tell if the if the pressure is too high, uh, for you know like stockholders or something, or they just <laughs> if I can put on my conspiracy hat for a second, maybe they uh, maybe they found out that if they release a somewhat complete game, get the whole. You know, no bad, no press is bad press kind of a thing where everybody's crapping all over the game. And then six mm-hmm. months later, when their player base has died, they can come back with a redemption arc where like, oh, my God, I fixed all of the things. And they'll get they'll get like a second, uh, you know, little spike in players and purchases and stuff. Other than that, I, uh, I don't know. With that thought, though. I do think that kind of works because if it's a game that you're hyped enough about, unless you get like, you know, such a bad taste in your mouth from that initial release, um, I do feel like it kind of works because there, there have been games where I've been disappointed. And then after it's like, Ooh, look, they, they fix things. And, uh, now I'm back to being excited or they, they fix it. And then they end up releasing some expansion pack or, uh, you know, a, one of the season pass type things or something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's a way that they could kind of do that. They kind of get you initially for the hype, and then you're like, ah, crap. And then later on, it's like, oh, we fixed everything, and we released more content. So then you end up paying even more money for the more content or something. Um, I, I actually like the like uh, like season passes and stuff. I think that has some really good potential because it's like a it's like a contract between you and the devs, right? They're going to say, all right, you give us a little bit more money and we promise you we will develop a little bit more of a thing. And usually they kind of have it planned out, you know, like we'll do three expansions this year. We'll do da, 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 da. Now, if that company actually sticks to that plan, that's another thing. But, you know, it is a, it's like a, like a, like a contract between you and the dev. Yeah. Which is... I have mixed feelings about season passes. So if it's a game that I obviously play a lot, so in the instance of Smite, in the instance of League, like, sure, I can get through those season passes. But then there's, like, stuff in those season passes that you can only get through the season pass naturally. But then there's games like Fortnite and stuff that I'll play, like, very seldomly, or even Smite at this point. And... I want to do the season pass because I enjoy having something to grind for. But then if I don't complete the season pass, I'm SOL and out of the money. 
and I don't <laughs> get all of the content yeah. that was supposed to be given to me. One thing that I so I'm gonna use Rocket League as an example. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. It's gonna come up. Uh, before they were sold, their their battle pass or not battle pass, their their pass was probably my favorite because if you completed the whole pass, which wasn't that hard because they changed their leveling system to be uh, equal XP for every level a long time ago, uh, you would actually get the pass's worth in in-game currency. And that's one thing yeah. I've never understood why game developers hold so close to the chest. Like, you should you should be, like, giving people an, an incentive to, like have that currency or use that currency and it just seems like they they don't give it out enough like eso comes to mind stuff like that i know fortnite runs the same way with yeah if you buy one you'll make enough to buy another yeah it's a pretty cool little little concept you know and uh you know it's kind of like one of those things like once you kind of open up your pocketbook you're probably more likely to spend money again on that so if you yeah that's like yeah, scientifically if, if you mobile games to a nutshell yeah, yeah if you're appealing to the player base like hey man you buy this battle pass you're playing it a whole lot right now you're gonna get all your money's worth in the game it's like you never even spent the money anyways yeah well even um so the the season passes for example like they even go into single player games like um Resident Evil, for example, like where like uh, Resident Evil has the not season pass, but like an expansion pack, whatever pass where Resident Evil 7 had the extra content um, and where you played as um, I think it was Jack's brother, which I can't remember his name right now. Um, and it was like completely different. Some of them, I think, are I, I like extra content sometimes but i also feel like games are relatively long already nowadays and depends on the game itself i mean uh, some games you just want to keep playing some of them you're like all right is this gonna ever end like like the assassin's creed games right like they come out with those uh the expansion packs and everything or whatever they are and it's just like non-stop content i mean my buddy puts like 200 hours into these games and <laughs> And then he's like, well, they just released another pack, so I gotta go out and grind away at this. I don't know. I like to look at the game to, like, an hour-to-dollar ratio. And if it's a game you enjoy, like those Assassin's Creed's, and obviously yep. they're bloated with stuff to do, as repetitive as it is. But if that's what you're into, and you like that big open-world grindy feel, I mean, you get massive bang for your buck in those types oh, of yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. I think that's why You're I like don't twenty five cents an hour at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's why I don't mind. Like, if it's a game I know I'm going to play and enjoy, it's like, what what does it matter? You know, if I'm putting money like Hearthstone, you know, like I don't care when I purchase like the new expansion or the season pass or, or whatever the battle battle pass thing, whatever. <laughs> um, the hero skins and stuff like because it's like. I put enough time into the game where it's like I get my value of it worth yeah. out of. So, but if I was just playing it and I put like two hours into it per season, let's say, then uh, it kind of runs into a 
feel like we got sidetracked yeah, on these. I've been giggling about it like, man, we, we really got off on a yeah, tangent. I'm trying to think. I'm like, how did <laughs> we do this? Went um, down a few different roads. Somebody mentioned uh, mentioned uh, subscriptions or uh, passes or something, yeah. and we just I ran with it. Anyways, back to my thoughts on why games are unfinished. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. One second. One okay, one little cherry on you. top. Shadow of Mordor, the single player game that had loot crates and whatnot. That was that's the epitome of ridiculous. Like you should not have that. Don't do that. Developers out there, don't. Okay, moving on. Games we saw flop in twenty. Sir, could I have my money? no? Yeah, well, no. Can we... Can we we're, talk about we're this? done. Yeah. That's the cherry. <laughs> That's the cherry. Get him out of here. <laughs> but I think games are launching unfinished for a multitude of reasons. One being that literally just getting a game out there gets money in the developers' pockets so they don't have to pay all the upfront costs for development. So once they release the game and make money and release an unfinished game, they make the money that they could keep putting back into the game instead of having to shell it all out up front. So, there's that. There's the fact that devs, maybe not all devs, but a good majority of them, or whoever are making the games, are just so out of touch with the gaming community that they think they're doing things right, and then the community gets their hands on it, and they're just like, mm-hmm. what are what were you thinking? Cough, Halo, cough. <laughs> It's also like a hard thing to quantify, right? Like if you're if you're like a a shareholder in some company or you're like one of the big wigs at at a development company and you've just made 30 million dollars off of a game release, yet your reviews of the game are like pretty low. You know, you're like, "Well, we actually we did we hit all marks, you know?" But they're never going to see that future, that alternate timeline. Where if they actually released like the complete product, maybe they'd have forty million dollars, or you know, more than that. Like, who knows? And it's it's yeah, it's that disconnect where they they don't even understand that they're losing, uh, money. Well, assuming they they're lose losing money. <laughs> potential. Problems. All you yeah, all you goofballs out there pre-ordering games, soaking up that hype train, whatever. I just want to say this year has absolutely killed any hope of me pre-ordering any game but Elden Ring. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I will literally not pre-order a game again. I have uh, two games right now that I uh, I will, and it's God of War and Elden Ring. That's it. Unless they announce a new Silent Hill, then I'll pre-order two. The yeah. Only, yeah my only <laughs> exception to that is a game called Ashes of Creation, which is an MMO that I hope does well. But I've already given uh, them my money, but it's it's very easily going to turn into a Star Citizen type situation where they're constantly developing, asking for money, and just never deliver the complete product. But we'll see. We'll see. Um... I guess, do you have any other points, Joe, you were going to? Probably, but not off the top of my head at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so I think um, part of it is also just where gaming is headed. Um, as now, when you look at AAA space, not so much the indie space, um, the, these games are just absolutely massive. And graphically, they're, I mean, looking almost so real, it's insane. I mean... 
literally Bravo and I were watching the Hellblade. Send you a um, the like trailer. Hellblade two. Yeah, Hellblade two, and uh, I'm like, is this real? <laughs> is it CG? I don't know. I don't. I can't. I literally couldn't tell for. <laughs> is that a giant baby in the ocean? I can't tell yeah. if that's real or not. Is that a real baby? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it, it's it's just getting. It's really is getting wild, and I think what it is is it's just it's pushing the development cycle much longer because people want these open world massive games. They like you know with breath the breath of the wild syndrome. That's mm-hmm. happened nowadays. Um, everybody's got to make something Breath of the Wild style, so it's got to be at minimum twenty-five plus hours, uh, you know, for it to be even considered decent. It seems, but uh, you know, I like I kind of miss like those double A games. You know, like give me that solid. You know, maybe it's like a little more budget, good solid game that uh, you know hits you for somewhere between six to ten hours. Mm-hmm. It's solid. You know, you don't need to have something bloated like the Assassin's Creed games. But, yeah. you know, they're, they There's put definitely a in, market for it, though. There is. I, I think, well, kind of, right? Kind of like $40, real yeah. solid game. And, I mean, it wasn't super long, right? No, it wasn't that long. I think I probably got, you know, between six and eight hours out of it. But it also, like wasn't some super in-depth game it was if it wasn't for the graphics i probably would have rated it quite a bit lower yeah but i'm i'm saying i guess i guess what it is is for the developers i'm looking at i'm trying to look at it from their standpoint of they're five years deep into a game you know and it's like by that point you're basically looking at like it's getting to i got sidetracked i just thought of that something mm. So mm-hmm. it's getting almost to the point where when, if somebody starts a game in the beginning of a console cycle, they might finish it towards the end of it. That's how long the, the length of like development is. If it's like a new IP, mm-hmm. right? Like God of War took five years to make. So of course, it's not going to take another five years. I think when did it come out? It might be another five years. Yeah, but, I think it's been five years. Yeah. So, I mean, it, think if they had to build it from the ground up again i mean there's a chance it could have been even longer and they've already decided that they're not going to have a a trilogy they're just going to have the two yeah and that might be you know motivation from the actual development team they're like hey i don't want to spend my whole life career on this one game yeah well i'm pretty sure like the lead developer said he didn't want to do another five years that it would take to make a third one yeah he made it too I think it's he's like burnt out like it's and so they're trying to I just hope that they are able to shove everything that they wanted to into it and they don't have to cut anything massive that would be you know Mm -hmm. um, something that we would like to have seen as fans preach it sister anyways Mm. um yeah I I don't know I feel like we have to like step back and like realistically I feel like indie games have kind of blown up as well and, I yeah, and I we're witnessing I, the death of AAA games. Yeah, like of indie. I I really I I don't I buy like maybe one AAA game a year, maybe. It depends on what it is. Like uh, I think this year's the only thing I really bought that was like AAA was Resident Evil. I can't think of anything else that I bought. Now this the other thing is this year didn't have 
I don't feel like many banger Big games. Releases. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't I mean, like a. I definitely think 2021 was one of the worst years in gaming. In quite a it while. was pretty weak. I mean, there... we even said during like uh, what was it? Not the Game Awards, but the Golden Joysticks. And I think you guys did mention it during the Game Awards that like all of the Game of the Year nominees. It's just kind of like, do yeah. I have to pick one? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, we, I remember making the joke because it was like. It was like, all right, nominees are games that were actually completed. Here we go. We got uh, there's yeah, there's it, three of them. <laughs> I mean, there the games that are on this list that we have for the ones that flopped. They, I mean, they're pretty big games. Some of them are, and if they didn't have the issues they did, they could have been a game of the year, you know, contender. Um, the fact that no offense to it takes two. But, like, in the previous years, it probably wouldn't have even been on the list. I don't even think it would have been close in previous years. No. Like, I, think about 2017 when it was, like, Breath of the Wild. And I think 2017 was also, like, God of War. Uh, or God of War I could 2018. Be 2018? Okay. I think but, it would have won, won awards for, like, like creativity or narration oh, yeah. or whatever, it, but not but game, of the the game of the year. It wouldn't have been in the game, game of the year. Like, mm-hmm. with the games, when... You see, like, a couple of the big game names, right? Like, even 2022, I don't think it would be in 2022's list. Just from Based what, what we know already. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, Horizon. You've got Horizon. This is just off the top of the head. Horizon, Elden Ring, God of War, I possibly Breath of the Wild 2. And I'm sure you can slot in a fifth one as well. Um, yeah. You know, that's that alone right there is a pretty big year. Mort so. the Messiah. And then more, baby. <laughs> Coming in. So, anyways, uh, we're getting long on this little <laughs> thing. So let's let's jump into our first game, which is probably the biggest flop. Um, well, uh, the it, hardest it's debatable. It's it was definitely the one I was I was the most surprised about because they they didn't I really was do much wrong. Surprised of like how it went because the release was originally like okay, and we. We did our little review, and we were like, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty good. It's a little goofy looking, but what we expected. And then, like, the next day, it just all went crashing down. Mm-hmm. I know, were were you guys fans of the, the artistic direction they took, or no? Well, let's announce the game. Yeah, so it's uh, the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, that, the definitive edition, I think it was called, or something like that. I don't know, exact name. Um, but there's the, the three games that were re-released on PlayStation 4, Xbox, all modern consoles. And um, they decided to, I think, put this off to somebody, some like third-party company. They did, I don't yes. think Rock, Yeah, and I think it was a huge, huge mistake on their part because Rockstar's got a pretty big legacy. And uh, No, I don't, they, I don't even think that, like with with these kind of things you have a quality review right mm, so yeah. rockstar had to do a quality review and they they put their stamp on it and they're like this is fine yeah that's yeah good. that's also the, the thing but kind of like what we were saying are they going to go back and recreate it and put five years into it to recreate these does it take five old... years to do what they did because it looks like it took them about <laughs> two yeah, months it doesn't i mean the thing is the mods, if you look at the mods um, that are out there, they look significantly better. So you yeah. literally just modded the game. So you mentioned um, the art style. 
So the, yeah, the I, overall art style, like if you're looking at it from mile high, I I actually thought the art style was good. Like the lighting was definitely improved, but it had like a it had like a comic book kind of a kind of a look to it. Like it, it upgraded it, but it was like the way you saw, like the way you remembered it. But then, yeah. uh, you know, you you dive a little deeper into it, and they actually like some of the models looked worse than yeah. the originals. Which was that just was surprising. Specifically in San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas, oh, yeah. the face of the characters, like, it looked like they, like, crushed their heads or something. <laughs> it was really strange. Yeah, so. I really liked the art style if they didn't mess up some of the things they did. Because, like Bravo said, it's literally like if I were to sit down and picture in my head what the game looked like that I played in 2000, whatever, it's exactly what they released. And I mm-hmm. thought that was a cool concept of it. You know, it still had, like, that cartoony look that old Grand Theft Auto had, but it, you knew what it was, and it was a lot more crisp. But the fact that they just destroyed character models, <laughs> it's just like, I, how do you do that? I guess the only thing I didn't care for is it essentially just looked like a game that could have ran on a PS3. That I mean, was... it's coming to mobile. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, it... Maybe that's maybe that's what their focus was on. They were like, "Hey, we're making this for mobile," and they basically made a mobile port. Yeah, you know, maybe that was like the original plan, and they just had it. You know, we're tweaking it more and whatnot. But honestly, it would make more sense of why it looks the way it does. Mm -hmm. Um, the 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 rain from the game too. Um, I noticed this in a few pictures and stuff. It was pretty overwhelming. Uh, It was a lot. And I feel like in the old games, I feel like I remember it like physically hitting the screen and you'd get like, yeah, like I'm a pretty sure it did that one drive. I'm, I'm almost positive it did do that. The The thing with this is it, it just it almost acted like it was just like these random lines that were coming down from yeah, the sky. It was literally white lines. If you'd pause yeah. the game. <laughs> it's like, OK, all right, well, just going to put lines on the screen, call it rain hmm. a little bit much. Uh, other thing that I. I think is kind of a big thing, but I understand this can be difficult because um, think about any game that has soundtracks that are memorable with real artists. Being able to not have all the music, I think, is a kind of a negative, you know. And the I, fact that they release the game files with all of the music, yeah, so they yeah, actually so, distributed their like illegally. They said, uh, "Whoops." Yeah, so I don't. I don't know what their thought process was. I don't know if they just didn't want to buy it. You know, obviously, I think Billie Jean, for example, is one of them that was left off. Yeah. Michael Jackson. And, you know, I'm I'm sure it's probably very expensive to get Michael Jackson music. You know, plus you're dealing with like the estate at this point. It's not like you're dealing with, you know, his yeah. record label. Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, and didn't they? I could be misremembering this. Um, didn't they swap some of the songs out with other things? Like, so they took Billie Jean out, but they put a different song in. I know it was like, so. or okay, I could be thinking of something else where they yeah, did that. Yeah, the big thing that I remember from the GTA trilogy release is they literally removed it from the Rockstar client. So I bought it on PC, played it day one, and then like day two through twenty. It literally could not be launched because it didn't exist in the Rockstar <laughs> server. Yep. Fine. <laughs> Thanks for your money, bruh. <laughs> and it's just like, what? Like, how? 
so I immediately got a refund at that point. It was like, I'm just not going to do it. Because I own the old copies, but... Mm-hmm. The old copies was... are are the way to go. I'm I'm glad I purchased them on PlayStation 4 digitally, so I could just re-download whatever. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, plus the uh, the frame rate seemed pretty rough. I didn't notice it much, but most of the time I spent playing was in GTA 3, which I know is, like, the best of the remake trilogy. It was like San Andreas is the one that got hit the hardest. Yeah, and... Huh. I don't have, I've never played San Andreas before, so I didn't mm-hmm. have much to base off of. I'd never but noticed. The little bit I ran around, it was fine, but it looked goofy in times. Yeah. I and guess I'm just lucky. The map that had no collision, and you'd literally just like yep. drive <laughs> over the ground and just pew right to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. So I went and I looked at a few of these, the user scores on Metacritic. It ended up getting a Point six on PC. <laughs> Didn't even get one. A point six. That's how bad the user score was. So, yeah, clearly didn't go over well for the fans. Um, yeah, I, I get the hate, but th- that's obviously quite an unfair score. Oh yeah, no, it like, it, it is point six unfair. is literally like pong unplayable. To me. Like pong that runs at like a frame per second. Even Pong, I'd give higher than that because it's playable at least. Yeah, right? like it had to be broken. It had to be like beyond broken. Like, how do you get yeah. less than one? Yeah, the wild. scale's one to ten. How do you go <laughs> under? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we can move on from GTA trilogy. Unless you and guys we'll add just... anything else to add? No, I'm good here. It's time mm-hmm. to let Brad rant for a bit. Uh, well. I don't know. I mean, you guys experience this too. So next one is Diablo 2. This uh, made the list because of not really so much for the game itself, but more so of the server issues that Blizzard had. So um, the it's if it wasn't for the game being such a cult, you know, hit, I think it probably would have died within the first like three days. I don't think anybody would have stood up for what it was. Um, I mean, day one, we got on, you guys have heard this story numerous times, I won't drag it on, got on, couldn't play it for, what, like six hours, and then we got on, played it for a bit. Um, We played, like, right away, and then they started, and... And we had, like, 30 minutes, I I would say, of play, roughly. And then we were just like, all right, we'll we'll meet back up after everyone's done work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, the but the problem that I have isn't so much like day one. Hey, guess what? Especially with Blizzard, it happens. Understand why it still happens. It happens to the best of them, I guess. Um, So I could let like day one stuff kind of slide if that was it, if they figured it out from there on. But this is like you're talking. It was months, like three, four months into the release of the game and they were having server issues still where you'd be in the queue for, like, hours trying to get into the game. Couldn't get in, because they just... They were, like, restricting people. And they had issues where, um, because they have the old game running in the background, and they just kind of plop the new Mm -hmm. fancy graphics on top. Well, the game knows that, hey, when I click on this Tom Portal, for example, I go through. Well, the fancy graphics have to load but you're already in the game and they didn't buffer anything. So you can get killed in hardcore without even moving before it loads. 
So stuff like that is an issue. Um, they, the, it's just uh, the one patch they put out for the servers also. They were trying to alleviate it. They put the patch out only on PC. They didn't release in the console. And if you haven't, uh, because you have to verify your account uh, before you can even play for anything, which is the dumbest thing ever for single player, you need to verify it. So these people, if they purchase the game after the patch, they literally couldn't launch the game. Mm-hmm. Couldn't play it. <laughs> like, there's just numerous things that uh, were nonstop issues. The lobbies on console are still completely broken. It's like near impossible to find a game. So, yeah. Long story short, has still a lot of issues. They are fixing some things. I honestly, I haven't played it in quite a while. I'm waiting for the new patch to drop before I invest any more time into it because yeah, I don't know why. Why invest the time into it when something new, fancy, shiny is going to be coming? Druid's coming back. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, user score for this got a 2.7 on Metacritic. I think this is also kind of harsh. Um, now, it definitely deserves a bad one. But to be like fair, I said, though, this game is was literally unplayable for people. Yeah, for uh, that one point on consoles, it was like three days. It was unplayable completely yeah. for yeah, console so was, players. So was GTA. Yeah, I was going to just say GTA was the same situation. Yeah, so I would say both, you know, if I were to say realistically how they are, I, I can't 100% say for GTA, but I'd probably be like, yo, five is probably solid for GTA. <laughs> <laughs> With all the issues that happen and stuff, you know, I would say that's like fair because it's, mm. it's not good. <clears throat> I would say the majority of these reviews obviously come whenever the game is released, you know, like initially. Yeah. So you're talking like the first two weeks of the game. Well, both these games were unplayable well, like for a, a lot of people in the first two weeks of the game. Like GTA, literally nobody. Sorry mm-hmm. about you, buddy. You know? Yeah. But it's funny. I mean, it doesn't mean that these games can't make a comeback. I mean, look at like something like No Man's Sky, where game had a, a lot of hate. Because it offered, well, they were promising a lot and they didn't deliver. <laughs> and basically, four years later or something like that, they got to where they were promising, I think. Yeah, so, now it's just like, if you actually released what you said you would, where would mm-hmm. we actually be after four years? He, yeah, exactly. Hello Games learned a valuable lesson of uh, media and keeping your mouth shut. Because the guy, like, he was talking, you know, I'm sure he meant, like, in the future, like, this is what our vision of the game is, here it is, but that's not, that, that's not something that they were delivering, in, you know, in the beginning. <laughs> also, don't bite off more than you can chew. I yeah, mean, exactly. Was like a, it was like an 11-person team. I think the only game that they made before that was a game called Joe Danger. Go look that up. Yeah. It's... It's literally just like a 2D side-scrolling motorcycle game. (laughs) What it was, like, without the hype around it, the game was still, like, really cool on release. It's just, there wasn't much to do, but it was cool. You just, yeah, like I said, you can't can't hype something up too much and bite off more than you could chew when you're, uh, you know, it's not like if we were going to make a game, we're going to be like, we're making 
Minecraft, but with the depth of an <laughs> RPG like. Uh, All right, Oprah. Witcher, you know, Oprah, listen. This is this is the game we're developing. Okay, <laughs> everybody's gonna get cars after this. Now, listen. Here's all the details. It's gonna be great. I can't wait to meet Oprah. Eight hundred by six hundred. <laughs> Isometric view. <laughs> but let's move on to one I was super excited about. I mm-hmm. was too, actually, because. I am a huge fan of the original, uh, like, Dark Alliance game. The Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance game on PS2. But go ahead, Joe. I, I also was excited. But I played, like, some other Dungeons & Dragons games and mm-hmm. always had fun playing their video games. And Dark Alliance came out, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then they were like, there's an archer. And it was like, yes! And then I played the game, and it was like, oh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like graphics weren't good, animations were bad. Levels, literally, yeah, levels were not interesting at all. The gameplay was like as bland as you could put it. I was like, what did I play? Like two hours of it, and I still thought I was in the tutorial because it <laughs> my, was like that stupid. I want to say my favorite thing was Joe streaming this on Discord. We're watching it. He's kind of like kiting around, but he's pew-pewing the whole time. The upper body of the person, like, there was almost no animation for the yeah. drawback of the boat. Like, it was just... You can draw back and let go. Yeah, and then the legs were just moving. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like the upper body was just a statue, and the lower half was running around like crazy. There was also the fact that, like, the AI was so bad that, like, <laughs> for... Playing an archer class, what do you do? You hit things from a range. Well, if you hit things from a range, they don't aggro. So you literally just kill everything and never get attacked. Yeah. It's, uh... I remember that. (laughs) That's something I've noticed with a few games where if you use a sniper rifle, if they don't have the AI tweaked correctly, it almost breaks the game. Like, basically, if you don't know how to work that out, you probably shouldn't have... (laughs) <laughs> a rifle that has or like like you shouldn't have a sniper rifle or some long range make the range yeah at where your ai is yeah make a melee game it'll be all right <laughs> um all, this was a surprising one for me too um no local co-op like it's kind of kind of surprised about that because that's what was big for the dark alliance game back in the day <laughs> How am I going to local co-op on my PC? We both playing with half a keyboard? <laughs> well, it's for you PC, get, but... You get Wacid, and I get arrows. Come on, bro. You got, it's like you got controllers. Old... You can hook a controller to a <laughs> laptop and a PC, you know? Yeah, that doesn't happen. There's no local co-op anymore. There is. Yeah, I've seen play Nintendo. Moving Out has it. That's not a Nintendo game. I think game. Stardew has it. I don't think moving out has local co-op. Doesn't it? Isn't it like a co-op game? It's like yeah, but it's like not. I mean, it might be on like Switch and console, but it's definitely not on PC. Huh. Well, overcooked. The same situation. Oh, overcooked is. I played it with a. Uh, I played it on with the PC. In my house. I, P- I I don't play anything on PC that's local co-op. Yeah, it, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we're talking about in the hole, like for 
thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jim. that I didn't notice because I played on PC, so <laughs> yeah. it made no difference to me. Okay. Yeah, you don't have any friends anyway, so. <laughs> oh, well, uh, right here. Now, the we need some long controllers to reach <laughs> to you guys from here. <laughs> I told you, you bro. Can... I'll buy the cup. You buy the string. We can get some fiber cables going on. How about I buy the cup you buy the string? That's a lot of string. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, unless we have more to add on to this, uh, pretty surprisingly, this has the highest score so far, with a three point two on Metacritic, and um, I think it's warranted. I I would say it's fair. You know what's funny? I still have this on my like wish list. That's like, funny. I haven't taken it off for whatever reason. <laughs> like, to be fair, the game's bad, but at no point was it unplayable. Boom. So I think yeah. it's fair that it's higher. That's than that's our threshold. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's playable. So 3.2 is the lowest playable game rating so far. I think that's actually... Less than 3.2, yeah. your game is unplayable. Yeah, I think that's actually really fair. Like, like a 3 is... Okay, your game's playable. Like I got to the final boss, but wow, your game is horrible. <laughs> it was not like, good. <laughs> holy moly! Like, Did you intentionally you do all this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let's move on to another game that was infamous. Um, people were kind of hyping this up, saying I was hyping it. this up. Were you? I was actually really excited. I like the art style. Okay, so the the funny thing is people were excited about it, but they also after it released were saying this is the like one of the worst games of all time. Like for recent it's, it's one of the worst games of all time. Here's what I've seen though. So I think taking into consideration what the vision for the game was, they wanted to make it for kids specifically. Like very, you know, you're talking basic basic platformer um so every button does the same thing there's literally one button in the game (laughs) what yes Yes. there's literally one button every button does the exact same thing no matter what button you hit you can move and you have one button the action button but the uh the game is based around costumes so it was originally intended to be also i believe a mobile game because for the simplicity and whatnot then they moved it over and um still kept the same thing so every costume has a different ability so one might have a hopping or jumping ability or one might have like a gliding one or something um the problem comes to it's so basic that everybody was like what is this and it looks like third grader style art artwork or something like it, it doesn't look terrible. I kind of dig the artwork. Yeah, it's it's definitely not bad, but it's uh, I think people were just as- expecting more. So the guy that um created this was actually the uh creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is probably why it had a little bit of a hype. So, um, yeah, there's like these weird dancing sequences. Also, it's like kind of cringy, honestly. Um. But as weird as it sounds, it had this huge, like, negative spike. And then all of a sudden, like, the fans of, I think, the creator of Sonic came out. And they're like, I love it. It's not that bad. 
you know, you got to give it a shot. Everybody's just bashing on it because it's the cool thing to do right now. So, um, and that's one fair, of the reasons I why I hardly agree with that. Like, I don't yeah. think the game's good, but like the artwork gives me like some PS one, like croc slash Spyro vibes. It's definitely, no, it, it really isn't bad. Um, I am on the camp of it. I don't believe it deserved as much hate as it got. Like, yes, it, you know, is it something that's going to win some awards or something? Absolutely not. No. But when you take in the perspective of it's meant for kids, um, I feel like it gets a little bit better. And it kind of gives me PS2 vibes. Like, I feel like it's a PS2 game by modern consoles. Not that, that could be taken good or bad, but... <laughs> um, honestly, I mean, uh, we haven't really seen, like, collectathons like this in a while. So it's kind of well, neat seeing something like that. Like I said, it gives me those old Spyro croc feeling and it's intended audience was children, which the like art style that they like cover art and whatnot, it doesn't give me the children. But then once you see like the actual gameplay, you get that feeling. It's just it was just a weird it's like a fever dream <laughs> seeing this game. Like in all aspects, it's just a fever dream. It's like, did I? Is this real? Like, I don't. I don't what do I do? I I completely missed this game's release. Uh, just Brad yeah. sitting here holding up his PS5 copy of it. <laughs> Sealed, baby. Sealed. <laughs> is the game cheap? Yeah, it's really cheap now. I I want to buy it and play it. Yeah, I so I bought it because one. I was waiting for because of all of the negativity. I think they were trying to get rid of it and they were like, we're not printing any more of it. And I'm like, this bad boy's going to the moon. (laughs) 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 Buying it low. Um, So I was like, whatever, you know, worst case scenario, I'll have something funny to pop in and mess around with. I don't mind. But um, oddly enough, the user rating on this has a Metacritic of 6.6 which is literally double <laughs> what we've seen so far, which is pretty wild. So hey, It's um, a playable game, so it's instantly a 3.2. Yeah. <laughs> and it has cool art, so that's worth at least another 3.2. And you the point four is the fanboys. The, the sad thing is I feel like they had a good idea of like, hey, you just get different costumes and it morphs you into having different abilities and you could do this. It's just, I feel like they restricted themselves so much by being like one button. Yeah. One button boys. <laughs> that's probably what did most people in realistically. Oh yeah. It's pretty rough. So unless we have more to talk about Balan Wonderworld, um, we can move on to some of the, the heavy hitters of the year. The big, big, big dog here. <laughs> Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. So Do we need to uh, say more. Yeah, realistically, we could just move on from here. Um, this game, this so actually might be hype. one of this might be one of the most hyped games I've ever seen. Flop. I can't think of it's something definitely bigger. the biggest flop I've witnessed. Yeah. Um. Like, the only thing I could think of that was close to this was actually Batman Arkham Knight was so bad on PC, they pulled it from Steam because it was so unplayable. 
as weird but as that is. But wasn't the game like good on consoles? Yeah, it was just a PC so, port was bad. Yeah, essentially. So they pulled this game, I think, on PlayStation Four and the Xbox One S or whatever, whatever name Xbox has for. <laughs> and they the offered. One. They offered uh, refunds, refunds. Uh, refunds. Yeah. even if you'd passed the like two hour mark or whatever. Yeah. So it was absurd. Yeah, pretty, pretty wild. I'll let you guys talk a little bit more because you actually both played it. Mm-hmm. I own it still. I played it on release. And the first thing that bothered me with the game, which I didn't think was a big thing, but in the cutscenes, you could see yourself in the mirrors. And then once you get into the game and you walk up to a mirror, you're just see-through. And <laughs> for some reason, like, that is something that Silent Hill had that in, like, the original game. Like, how do we not have that in 2021? Silent Hill was ahead of its time, that's why. It still <laughs> True, is. but still. And then, like, so playing the game and I was like, okay, you know, it's a futuristic RPG. It has some cool characters. And then, like, after all the hype, you go out into the world and you're just like, Where, where's the rest of it? Mm. Like, there's train tracks up above. There's no train, ever. And, like, they were talking about how densely populated the city is and there's so much. And you go out there and there's, like, three cars that are just, like, spawning in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Is this PlayStation 1? Is this the original Grand Theft Auto? And then there's, like, four people walking around and like half the time they're either like walking in place or like walking into a telephone pool and just like stuck there and you're like oh god another fever dream and then like you walk over to look at somebody and you just fall through the map which happened to me quite a bit and i'm just like okay or i'd be like in the middle of a mission and go sit in a corner to like heal up and i would just like start sinking into the ground and i'm like what is happening yeah when's the last time you played it like for yourself. a week within its release, and then I haven't oh. touched it since. I was working at Best Buy when this game released. Within a week, the PS4 version of this game was on sale for twenty dollars. Yep. Oh, you. I mean, you can get this game probably for five bucks. I'm sure. Yeah. It. I mean, it was literally unplayable on the PS4 or Xbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was barely playable on my computer, which you know isn't like. A low end PC by any means. It's not obviously a 30 series, but it's. There's no reason. And like, so, I couldn't play this game on high settings. The frame rate would just be so bad. Mm-hmm. So I have two friends with top of the line PCs, and they had almost no problems with this game except for their PCs running hot. Uh, but they. I mean, one of my friends still plays it to this day. Like, it, it's a weekly thing that he plays. So, I mean, he's a he's a big fan. But, uh, you know, my my PC is upper middle of the of the road, and the render distance for everything was just like really short. But I just found the I found the city large but vacant. You know, like it, it just didn't feel alive, which is. I don't know, not not the biggest thing in the world, but it it, it really was the hype. Like, yeah, like I, I know you mentioned your friends having like you know top of line PCs. 
that might help with like some render distance and some textures, but it literally doesn't fix the issues of the core gameplay. Right, right. So like even even if you like had no render problems, you weren't falling through the map, whatever. Oh my gosh, the vehicle controls. Oh my. Oh my god! Like I think uh, I was streaming for Brad, and like I got into like a little fender bender, or maybe it wasn't Brad, but my car literally just started spinning. And I took mm. off like a helicopter. <laughs> just went straight up into the sky. I I think I actually watched Bravo the most. He was uh he played it a decent amount from what I remember. Um or at least I I watched a good chunk of him playing it. Mm-hmm. And uh like I said, he, here's the thing. The game now could be fine. I I literally haven't read a single thing about this game since uh I was listening to the complete crash and burn of cd project red <laughs> it, it, it's still not <laughs> it yeah i'm i don't know i'm finding myself more and more that if i get a game and can't play it and enjoy it right away i just don't touch it death loop for example i yeah. know it's a very good game but because of the like lighting issues that i had i literally haven't touched it again yep i well and it also is one of those things where all right, well, do I want to invest the time into this game that was broken? And uh, is it still broken? Is it not? I don't, you know, am I going to waste another three hours finding out? Is it worth me doing that when I could play something I know that works fine? <laughs> that's uh, that's where I have issues sometimes with, with some of these ones going back to them, unless like they've 100% proven themselves. All right, so we'll move on um, real quickly. The Metacritic score for Cyberpunk um, on PC it actually has a seven point seven, which is pretty wild. And on PS4, though, I want to throw this one out there. It has a three point seven, which I think is high, like real high, because the game runs at like eight frames per second. Yeah, we made the point. Three point two is the minimum for playable. Yeah, and this game was not playable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's the hype. <laughs> Honestly, the the seven point seven kind of kind of is surprising to me. I think that's surprising too. I'm I'm very surprised. I feel like we have to like filter out the hype a little bit from this guy, and uh, you know maybe that three point seven is actually a a two point seven or a one point seven, <laughs> and the seven point seven is actually a six or a five. It could be. It could be people. Mm. I've seen them where they like review it before the game even releases. <laughs> you know, I like, thought they the started game ever. I thought they started blocking people from doing that. I don't. I don't they also don't blocked review bombers, so people who are rating it like zero. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. Anyways, um, we'll move on to Battlefield twenty forty two, and uh, I think you guys know more about it than I do, because. Uh, FPS shooter game competitive, not Brad. <laughs> I don't know, Brad. Your one percent accuracy might do you good in this game because I think the percent goes down every episode. By the way, <laughs> it started at seventeen, and now it's down to one. <laughs> and we're almost at what your actual rating was. Uh, All right, but no, this game it had a lot of hype and I'm really glad that EA gave us the chance to play 10 hours before we had to buy it. Cause it saved me 70 bucks. The game didn't release with a campaign. It's multiplayer only. And you can't find matches. And then when you do find a match, the game doesn't let you get into them. 
Mm. And then the one out of 30 you do get into, it's typically towards the end. And you get in, you're like, all right, doesn't matter. I'm playing Battlefield. And you get your assault rifle. You run up point blank to someone, spray them in the chest, and your bullets don't hit. And you're just like, what? And they says, what's that behind me? And they turn around and they go, pow, pow, pow. And And you die. (laughs) But the hit registration is awful. I love sniping in Battlefield. I think it's super fun, even though, you know, they make the bullet drop ridiculous. I just think it's fun. You can't snipe in this game because the bullets just don't register. You'll clearly hit somebody and it's just like, hmm? What? Yeah. And like, you know, every match that I got into, every single match, there was some major graphical errors going on. You know, like a plane, like flying through a building, being fine, or like rendering incorrectly or spawning incorrectly, or people doing some crazy things with like interacting with the with the environment like my favorite is the tank that just drives straight up the side of a building <laughs> <laughs> like gravity is just tank. attached to anything solid in that game so <laughs> if you could get like the whole base of something onto like a flat surface <laughs> you could just drive up it <laughs> that's hilarious it, yeah it just doesn't make any sense so yeah i mean <laughs> and it's battlefield like they've been doing this for how long at this point there's like no weapons in the game oh there's yeah like, there's like two to i think the highest class has four weapons like four assault rifles you know honestly from from a from a standpoint of like the game like I could see somebody rationalizing, like, you know, Assault has this, Sniper has this, like, you've got, like, two or three things to pick from, and that's fine, because that makes balancing super easy. But yeah, they didn't do it. That. Like, they, 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 I don't know, maybe if they had made a better game from the get-go, it wouldn't be a problem, but... They also had issues with maps. So, like, the new game mode, it's, like, a massive what is it like 132 player battle mm-hmm. or whatever or 128 something like that but the maps are so big that you could literally like if you were to just run across the map it would probably take you an entire match and you wouldn't see the other end and there's a chance you wouldn't see an enemy yeah which don't get me wrong battlefield is made to use vehicles and all that but even at that point like it's still so big that it's you, you don't see enemies. It, it I don't know. The game, or the modes and maps, literally seem like they are made for Battle Royales, and they just don't have a Battle Royale. And they there seems to be talk that one's coming. Yeah. But at this point, Battlefield 2042 has less players than, like, Fallen Wonderland on Steam. <laughs> Yeah, the, that's that's funny. Uh, it, it it it's unplayable. So if you're listening, you know this. The Metacritic score is gonna be below three because it was unplayable the majority of the time. Brad, hit us with that Metacritic score. Two point two. Dose. Solid. Again for the people in the back. Two. What? Two point two. <laughs> <laughs> threw me off there <laughs> well you kind of cut out there 
didn't really get the first. Oh, oh, oh. First, it, it was like it was like it point two. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was just point two. I yeah. love Battlefield, and especially like Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, and Bad Company Two. And this game, it's just such a stain. Yeah, we got some we got some boys in the in the community that were really really hyped about this game, and they went from like. The this first is all evening, we talk about. the first evening, they're like, "You getting on? We running? We getting? Whatever." And like the next day, it's like, "You won't get on and play." If yeah, we can play league. We could try. Like, <laughs> and then there's just nothing. Poor guys, I'm so sorry. That one is probably the one that hit me the hardest of the year, personally. Mm. So uh, we can move on to Outriders, which. I'm gonna be honest. I uh, I still really want to buy this game. This is something that I've been kind of having my eye on, and I actually didn't know that the game had issues. I knew that you guys were playing it in the when it first came out, but um, yeah. So tell looks, you what, it looks great. Tell you what, if you want to get it and play the single player or the campaign, do it. I really enjoyed the campaign. Yeah, it was a hundred percent a good campaign. Like, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good story. It, honestly, too short. I wish I wish it had more. I wish they had some kind of like season pass or something that I could pay into that they would provide more content. Unfortunately, uh, well, I you know, two sides of the same coin. Fortunately, they took a product and they delivered it, and they're like, "This is what we're doing. Like, we're gonna move on. We might make a second. We might do whatever." But everybody loved it. They just had some pretty. Weird issues at the Bad beginning there. Issues. <laughs> so yeah. the main issue that we noticed, because a few of us wanted to play this in the group, which they broadcasted that it was, you know, multiplayer through the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And so we all tried to play together. Well, connection just didn't exist in this game. You would just like start running into an area and somebody would just disappear. And you're like, oh, well, let's wait for them. And then they couldn't get back in. And then mm-hmm. they couldn't connect to the servers. And then they would get back in, and they couldn't connect. Or they would join back in, and then the next person would DC. And it was just like, okay, so that's not going to happen. And then there was, you know, we all played through single player, like at the same time, roughly the same pace. And the game was really fun. And then you get to the end of the game, and you're just like, this is it? Like, Mm -hmm. you just time trial missions like i don't yeah and, and the it, like the game the not not to ruin anything for brad but the the story of the game allows for replayability like with like various missions and stuff and they're just not really there it, it's kind of surprising uh it, it just gets old pretty quick once you beat the game and i think the end game leveling slash loot collection is just a little bit too on the rails for me and it also wasn't balanced class wise so like bravo played the tank class and (laughs) he would literally was like in all senses of the word a useless character in the game i have fun (laughs) i have fun (laughs) i played the like what was it the pyro or not the pyro the the green dude i don't know what the name was but the one that like the pew pew Mm-hmm. and he had like the turrets and whatnot and then 
turns out my class was broken. So we'd go through and I'd do like 80% of the team's damage. And then the guy who did the pyro would do like 15%. And then Bravo was like, hi guys, I helped. I was a distraction. Like he's not tanky enough to like run out and mm. just like soak bullets, but he doesn't do damage. His abilities. <laughs> hey, just... but I stuck with it till the end. Okay. <laughs> the end and... of that week. Yeah. No, I, then, I played a little. We played that game for quite a bit. Yeah. It was really fun, and like we, the game, yeah, was good. And then there was the inventory wipe glitch started, uh, and yeah. I literally wouldn't touch the game because yeah. I was so scared to lose everything. <laughs> that was at the end game. Yeah, and like we were pushing level fifteen in the end game, which was like the end end game. And yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna touch it. Like I'm not gonna lose all of this and have to do it again because like they weren't restoring people's stuff at first, and they said they didn't know that they were gonna be able to. And yeah. Apparently, they find a way to do it, and I don't know if it actually fixed everyone's stuff. And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna give you out this free stuff this day." And then this day comes around, and there nothing shows up, and <laughs> everyone's just like, "So, uh, that free stuff." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we we couldn't we couldn't get it this patch. It's gonna be in the next patch." And then the next mm-hmm. patch comes around, and there's no free stuff, and everyone's like, "So, uh, guys." <laughs> Yeah, you, you forget I, about us? I would call this one like a soft flop, like a soft fail. It didn't really fail, but it just had some networking issues that I think plague a lot of a lot of games for some reason. They just can't get the networking down. And yeah. you know, obviously it, it it's it must be that hard to do that, but this game has so much potential. Like I'm sure it was there. I'm sure it's tough one the larger the game is, the harder it probably is. So, if, you know, if it's like, obviously, obviously, if it's like something super small, like indie style, and you got only maybe a hundred plus people on that are playing in general, you could probably do that no problem. But if you got a hundred thousand people trying to play at the same time. It's, Another I'm sure it's tough. Without writers, is they promise functional crossplay on release. <laughs> and by the time we stopped playing like two months after crossplay still was not an option in the game <laughs> hmm. and i know they when they originally released this game they were like there's going to be no dlc like what we release is it so hope you have fun mm-hmm. and then on steam now there's some dlc for it and i'm like okay so w- what's this like, are we turning this into a continuation game? Cause well, like, you get I so might much. Come back. Yeah, so many people, you know, wanting it. Like, yeah. I think we talked about this even maybe on the podcast, like real early episodes, because it's been quite a bit. But we wanted more of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, so I hope I, I w- maybe I'll go back and play some more of it, see what's up with it. But I'll I'm probably scared. end up giving it a shot once. Uh... I just decide to pull the trigger on it whenever. I mean, it's at like 20 bucks now. So, worth. Yeah. There, it's worth just a much. it's just a matter of time for me to be like, yeah, I'll grab it now. <laughs> um like, we binged this game. We all had like multiple characters we were leveling and I don't know. Mhm. Yeah. I I do get a little scared though when you're saying that it's, you know, you have the unbalanced characters and stuff cuz it I do you could like beat the game, the game with any character. It's okay. the end game that's the issue. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh. No. 
There's I a single the the tank. There's there's a single dude, single boss that I I'm a very patient guy. But that one boss I mean it take you it take you thirty minutes. You're talking about the final boss, yeah? No, I don't think it's the final boss. It's a big it's a big boss like big tanky guy in a like a like a ravine or something that you have to fight. And he literally has so much health that like I ran out of bullets, so I had to wait for like his animation so I could like get more bullets from the drops and like keep uh, fighting. I've him. beaten it with all three or four classes. Yeah, I, I just didn't have the damage to do it. I don't know. I don't remember what it was, but I am certain you could beat it with all four, as I've done it with all four. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was just my build. I don't know. Maybe you just need to get good. Probably. Maybe you had, like, some brad accuracy. Probably. I mean, the thing was a literal mountain, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would still miss it. So, clearly, there was a giant sea creature in the ocean, and I couldn't hit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sure got that water. Yeah, that water was dead. <laughs> I was going for splash damage, right? <laughs> Magic, so, you splash. <laughs> uh, Metacritic score for this one Users gave it a 5.7 Extremely uh, low Yeah probably. I think this probably should harsh. have been the highest rated Of the games stated so far mm -hmm. um, And going on to New World which I know Bravo Was oh, very yeah. hyped about um, This is Amazon's MMO And it, it didn't do do Amazon stuff. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know it was a thing for a while. If it, it came talked, and went as fast as it. Yeah, we talked about it uh, before, but Joe and I tried to play it together and realized we couldn't start in the same area, so we quit. And that was like the open beta. Yeah. And well, whatever. Uh, and then the game actually came out, and I had already bought it. So I just gave it a shot. Which Played is why it. we don't pre-order games. Yeah. Why, Bravo? Well, uh, if you haven't played it, it's a doggone walking simulator, first and foremost. You, you, there's no mounts. There's nothing. All the missions seem to be randomly placed throughout the map, so you're going to walk, like, you know, all the way across this continent to do this goofy little quest. It's horrible. Uh, but... But then the bugs and the glitches started coming out. And essentially, there are server-side information and there's client-side information. And everybody knows from, like, the late 90s that if you put something client-side, that means it's can, it can be altered by the user. And for whatever reason, the Amazon developers were like, it'll be fine. So people figured out and I, I was watching the YouTube videos because I, wa I follow quite a few MMO-specific YouTube channels. And they were like, you know, today somebody found a way to duplicate their items uh, on their client. And, you know, and it, this is just the beginning because people are finding, like, by the hour, different ways how to alter information that they are controlling on their side. And sure enough, like, it was just like this daily stream and I started enjoying the YouTube videos of how people are breaking the game more than the game. Like I stopped playing the game 
and it was like people learned how to duplicate this oh amazon shut down the whole player marketplace oh by the way everything in that game is user made and traded so they literally can't do anything in the game oh wait people found a way to to duplicate their money even though the marketplace is shut down oh people learn how to you know be immortal and not be killable and like completely break uh pvp like it was just this crazy stuff and i will never understand why amazon just did not pull the plug shut the game down and start over the the thing that killed this game is the fact they they never restarted the economy after people duplicated monies they never restarted the doggone game it's, uh, it's crazy because your your economy screwed and in a game like that you cannot have that like you have your to have a correction is literally like the basis <laughs> it the is game. the game yeah uh, so <laughs> it's 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 a wild time we live in and i don't even like sure it's amazon's like first big game but they have all the money so they could have they went out and bought the or they could have went out and bought the a team you know Oh, you're the best graphic school designer. Oh, you're the best uh, director of games. You know, they just go buy all these people and they like make a make a perfect game, and it's just not. It's it's like elementary problems that they're having. It literally it, feels like an indie dev just made like a MMO and threw it out there, <laughs> and then like things started going wrong, and they like as an indie dev, you're like, I don't know what to do, and they just were curled up into a ball and cried yep and there's all kinds of other minor things that the game has like like aggro distance and and whatnot like you could with the proper weapon like a ranged weapon you could kill a creature before it even got to you because you you know you were on a rock or something you whatever it's not that big of a deal all that all that good stuff there was a that, that kind of reminds me. There was a game I can't remember what zombie game it was. It might have been that Day of the Dead, um, or Land of the Dead game that I played a while back, and um, it's it's freeware by the way. So if you want to play it, it's literally free. Um, and if you jump up on a car, the zombies don't have any like climbing or any animation, so they just stand at the car and you just boom. <laughs> shoot him oh man that, that game's that's, uh that's the realest game i've ever ever heard talking about zombies jump. let me tell you that dude's left hand his jab <laughs> it it lays zombies out it's like, <laughs> it's got a, it's like mike tyson <laughs> no anyways uh new world ended up getting a 5.0 on metacritic for the users so not sure this game deserves a 3.3 <laughs> just above playable. <laughs> I will say that the crafting and gathering uh is um what's the word? Like it's it it's nice to do. Like they, they I feel the opposite. I feel they, like it's uh, way too tedious for the small amount you gather. Mm. Uh I agree with that, and like the the things are too long, like the animations to yeah. like gather rock or whatever. That's too long. You but, spend like five seconds, and then you pull up like one rock, and you need thirty. Yeah, but of them, it's like, like, oh my god, it's like clean. Like I don't know it. It's got some satisfaction to it, but 
it's laid with problems anyway. So anyways, move on. Moving on. So uh, I don't even know who added this, but I'm kind of surprised. Halo Infinite multiplayer. Yeah. Show so dog. I love Halo. Halo multiplayer is fun. This Halo's multiplayer is still fun. I mean, there's some, you know, little glitches here and there. There's rampant cheating in the game, which obviously needs to be fixed and is an issue, especially on the PC portion of things. They some already the... have people cheating. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a rank system. There's going to be cheaters. Even if there's not a rank system, if there's online multiplayer, there's cheaters. But there's not an option to turn off crossplay. Last I heard, that could have been updated out by the time you know this happens because i haven't been following it because of some of the issues and they are monetizing the living hell out of this game given they released the online multiplayer for free that anybody could go play it super cool for halo to do but that doesn't mean we need to pay 20 dollars to make master chief a single like pixel difference in color <laughs> like there's master chief green and then there's like just the slightest shade lighter green but to get that that's gonna cost you twenty dollars mm -hmm. and the armor sets there's like a, an old school halo fan where i like the unlockable armor sets like the old hayabusa armor from halo 3 where you had to go get all of the skulls in the game. In this game, it's like, oh, you want armor sets, huh? Let's see what you got in your wallet. Mm -hmm. And then there's the season pass thing that... It takes forever to level. You get the same amount of points no matter what. Which they've so updated. Like they your, did update. Yeah, your first game your of the day is like 600 instead of 50 and it whatever. still doesn't mean they're doing it in the right way even with the update but the update is better than it was but on release it was if you got into a game you got 100 points you can go 0 and 70 or you can go 70 and 0 you could afk you get 100 points so naturally what are people doing when they're not playing they're just going into matches and afking and getting their points to level they did update it, and now you play one game, you get 600 points, and two games, you get 500 points for the second game, and that yada yada. But then it still gets back to the point where it's like punishing you for playing the game more. Mm -hmm. I still don't feel it's a good system. It's also not any incentive to do good or bad in the game since you get the same amount of XP, so people just wouldn't play the game. They'd they just screw off in the corner or, you know, get a little robot to jiggle their mouse so they don't go AFK or whatever. Or do the thing <laughs> I do and, like, put a book holding down my A key and run into a wall whenever I'm doing, like, leveling Sneak in Skyrim at the beginning. <laughs> you just go by the rock and put something down and then I'm going to go have dinner, watch a movie, go for a walk, come back. Oh, I'm still only at 80? Well, go read another book. Mm. So, so I've been playing a little bit of the Master Chief Collection with a friend because he's trying to get all the achievements, and he's really close. He's just got like the multiplayer stuff left, 
And so I've been playing multiplayer on the old Halo games. And they are super generous. Like, I have completely decked out my Spartan on Halo 4 with, like, all kinds of ninja stuff. And I got a sword and all this cool stuff just by playing the game. And it's so disconnected from the new Halo where it's, like, they monetize the living crap out of everything. And it's just like, what happened? So even Halo 4 is, like, where Halo started going downhill. Yeah. Like, that's where you're going to see the basis of what it's become. But, like, Halo 3 and Reach were so much fun. Yeah. And now it's just, like... Uh, I mean, even Halo in general, like the c- campaign version of it, there's no co-op. Every Halo has released with co-op. Co-op is like a staple of Halo, playing it mm. with somebody. There's no Forge. Since Halo 3, there's been Forge in, I think, every Halo. It's the biggest part of the community, making their custom game modes. The amount of time I spent playing the Halo on Halo and Halo 3 it, it, with my friends, like that's where the fun of Halo comes into me. And they just don't have it. It's just an incomplete game. I do want to... Probably, uh... I was going to say, it's probably because it's not in the same hands as it was from back then. But it is. 343 has been around for quite a bit, and they're just like a subgroup of Bungie. Hmm. For some reason, I thought it might have, you know... So the original few Halos were made by Bungie. Yeah. But they split into, like, the subgroup 343... Studios, oh, okay. Which is I got you. Spartan three four three, but then Bungie focused on Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do want to take this time to go ahead and shout out the absolute sweat lords on Halo Two that are still oh, yeah. playing that game. Uh, I'm just trying to play casually with my friends. I appreciate if you uh, would just let us capture the flag. It literally one time. Just, just let me run it down the middle. I'm surprised Never you don't find the same thing on Halo Three. Oh, I did. But yeah, I did Halo win. Is... Yeah, we did win a few matches. Halo you go against the favorite. same people. There's, <laughs> there's only three people playing the game, so you play 3v3, capture the flag, and you're just getting wiped. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, they were doing, like, flanking maneuvers and you gotta all this stuff. You got to wait till like, two of them go on a bathroom break at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> you got you to gotta try to queue up and, like... You got to try to do it a different time when they're going to bed or something, you know. Like get up 4 a.m. grind session. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> so, uh, this game got an 8.5 on Metacritic though. Um, there's just no way. That's what the user. It's not even you know the. It's not even like reviewers that were giving this. It's literally users. It's fanboys, and you yeah. can't convince me otherwise. Nostalgia. Yep. Yeah. I'm not not surprised. You know what? I'm um, gonna ask my buddy, the one that's getting the achievements. I'm gonna ask him what he thinks about Infinite. I'll I'll get a, I'll bring bring his opinion back to you uh, next time. Interesting. Why is his opinion worth any more than mine? Because he has like 730 out of 745 achievements. I mean, he's just very <laughs> very experienced with the game. I want to see what he has to say. Not to say, not to say your experience. Well, I've heard your experience. I haven't heard his. <laughs> How about that? Catch me outside. I've heard his. <laughs> How haven't you heard his? Yeah, I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Onward to back. Bravo doesn't care blood. about me. That's true. Yeah. 
That's well, true. <laughs> um, so back for blood. Also, um, we played this together and uh, did a little review and whatnot. I felt the game was pretty solid. Honestly, I um, you know yeah, it has some maybe I would say difficulty balancing issues. Um, <laughs> That's it, my biggest complaint as well. Yeah, I would say that would be the biggest thing that I noticed. But other than that, like, I, it was Left for Dead. It was, yeah, it was Left for Dead. There's nothing wrong with Left for Dead. Yeah. Left for yeah. Dead's fun. The issue was yeah. easy is too easy, but then the next difficulty is way too hard. Mm-hmm. So you're meant to play through multiple times and unlock different cards because it's like a roguelike, and you got to play through it all on easy. So you unlock a bunch of cards and then you go play through it on the next difficulty. And then the next one. Well, I don't want to blow through the game. I want to have, you know, a fair challenge. But easy is way too easy. And then medium is way too hard. <laughs> so it's just like there needs to be like easy plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be but pretty... that's literally all yeah. I could say about the game. I enjoyed well, everything else about it. We had, a, we had connection issues. Do you remember that? No. Wow. Okay. Uh, when you we and I like one, no, I, we fixed it by switching the host. We we had connectivity issues for like a whole night, but that was about it. Like this, this is just a soft fail for me. I yeah, know. I don't even. Hmm. I personally don't feel this game belongs on this list. Yeah. Um. So, and I also feel like the Metacritic score really harsh. A five point three. So I know, like community wise, this game. It released, and then, like, it had less players than Left 4 Dead 2, like, a week later. Wow. There's, people just have, I mean, Age of Empires 2, for example, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know what is up with fan bases sometimes. Like, they get, like, they get onto one game, and they're like, I'm not getting off this. You New game came out? Alone. I don't want it. Age of Empires 2 is the perfect RTS game. Well, yeah. Adrian Pers four, doesn't have enough. I'm I'm just saying, like even you know, Left I mean, I Dead, get what you're saying. Right? It's just like, like Left 4 Dead, Left 4 so Dead attached. Two. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like those people playing Halo two right now, like, come on, man, at least go you to Halo three. Halo three, yeah, yeah, the come good on, one. move up here. Well, <laughs> if they were doing what we were doing, we just like checked all the boxes and queued up for multiplayer, so we'd go to two, three, four. Whatever, you know, like you're just playing the same people. <laughs> <laughs> we did play the Guy same level. people a few times and we were like, okay, we're gonna back out this time because <laughs> it was just a steamroll. So, yeah, I 5.3, I feel like for Metacritic score for Back for Blood I, I seems like a bit low. I feel like it's a bit low. I, I, I would say like, like maybe a an, seven. Yeah, I don't feel like this is like an eight or above just based on the game itself. But yeah, seven I feel is fair. A good game, you know. I'd say like good's about a seven. You get exactly what you expect to get out of this game. Exactly. Yeah. And our final game of the night, Marvel Avengers. So this game looked really good. Like honestly, graphically, I feel like it was pretty, like a pretty game. And uh, so I actually played no joke five minutes of this game. And I was like, I can't do this. It's literally really rough. Um, the so 
in the game when you start you start off as a little girl and you're walking around like this amusement park it's like listen i don't care about the story i just want to be my superheroes and i want to be doing superhero things that's what i want all right it's a simple simple ask that's all it is i want to be hulk i want to smash <laughs> that's it hmm. um so game came out it was made by crystal dynamics which they uh you know they made tomb raider and clearly very we like tomb raider here yeah very very good studio i mean they're capable of making good things they were i just think put on the wrong project that's all um and yeah just the game i guess was very repetitive didn't have um and it also i i believe it was littered with microtransactions as well yeah. and like things just to purchase all over the place left and right so um i don't know why they're pushing these single player games with micro microtransactions are really strange if maybe, I, but yeah i i could summarize this in one phrase they missed the mark like <laughs> they they just did not deliver anything anybody wanted to play like it was a dead dead on arrival yep it's horrible i feel like superhero i don't like superheroes much outside of batman but i feel like superhero games are just so hard to get right like there's a few out there like the spider-man games i know people are nuts over them the new spider-mans and then there's like the batman arkham knight and arkham city and like there's a few but there's a ton of superhero games and not many do good. So yeah, the the the, uh, the follow up for this is the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game that came out. Absolutely amazing storyline, uh, and like the characters had life to them. Uh, it was great narration all around. I think it won awards for that. Uh, and it's just like the the exact opposite of what this Avengers game was. They need to know what the audience wants, like whether they're pulling like fans like, hey, what do you want to see? You know, do you want it story based? Do you want more action based? Do you want, you know, single player, multiplayer, co-op stuff, this, that, whatever, because I feel like that was the problem is they they throw out an Avengers game, which is a cool idea. Hey, here you go. Here's a bunch of your favorite. Like, here's the all star cast of uh superheroes right and it's if why did it flop it doesn't even make sense you know like if you if you put it on paper hey it's gonna be an avengers game how big avengers is you put some money behind it and you got a studio like crystal dynamics which is has a good track record it's range that it flopped you know um but it's a money grab yeah exactly so you know and and there are so here's the weird thing for me. I I'm not a huge superhero fan when it comes to like movies, but I do kind of like the games. Like I feel like some of them are fun. So X Men Wolverine Origins is on PS3 and Xbox 360 is a phenomenal game, kind of like God of War, and it's really brutal and over the top, and it's just a fun game. Um, and, you know the Spider Man games are very good. The uh, Batman games are phenomenal. Some of the, probably my favorite superhero games are the Batman games. And even Batman on the NES is phenomenal. 
for uh you know a 2d platformer it's like uh you know so everybody always thinks that they're rough but there's been some pretty good ones yeah, uh yes. marvel avengers ended up getting a 4.9 on metacritic so um i probably would say that's pretty fair i'd yeah. say it might even be a little high like a yeah. little four four and a half mm-hmm I'd say 4.8. 4.8 at best. Yeah. 4.85. <laughs> Round to a 4.89. <laughs> but Brad said it was our last game, but there's another thing I actually want to mention, and it's the Switch, Nintendo Switch Expansion Pass. So the N64 and Sega Genesis games. Because there is a ton of hype, especially in this Discord, about that coming. And having the option to play Ocarina on Switch and Mario Kart Online with your friends. And they're going to be adding all these new cool games. Well, it's been a few months now, and we've gotten Paper Mario. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, I'm super excited that I don't have to spend $100 to buy a physical copy of Paper Mario to play. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but the ports all have issues. Like, Ocarina of Time has... Issues with like textures not loading in correctly. It has, it's the worst port of Ocarina of Time. So mm. you go in and to fight like Shadow Link, and normally it's like smoky water on the ground. You go in now, it's just like this light blue blob, and you're just like, what? What am I on? <laughs> it, I don't know. It's they. There was so much hype, and like we've been asking for this for so long. And yeah. Nintendo is just like, let's just put like our D team on it, like all yeah. the rookies. Because there's there's like this. no excuse because <laughs> because the there's people who have made these games. Uh, I can't think of the word they made. Um, uh, Talk about like Unreal em- Engine emulators, emulators and stuff for for these that are way better. You know, I don't know. It's, that's a good point it's just mind-boggling to me that like there's so many ports of ocarina of time at this point how does the switch get the worst one and yeah. like now like the source code for ocarina of time is officially out there that you could get every single dot of code from ocarina of time how is it hard to take that and put it onto the switch you get to get everything is there like wondering if it's something. It. Wonder if it has something to do with the features that they include of like the. Not saying this is an excuse, but they're they're doing that like the save states and whatnot. I'm guessing they built their own on from the ground up, and they might have ran into hic- like hiccups rather than being like, "Hey, I'm gonna copy this guy's homework over here because mm-hmm. he did it right," you know. I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm at least a dozen playthroughs deep into Ocarina of Time on Switch at this point. But there's also control issues if you're using Joy-Cons. It's ultra-sensitive and, like, impossible to aim the slingshot or the bow. You get the N64 controller they released. Super cool. Plays just like the old one. Which, side note, that controller... I don't know if they're available yet, but if you're playing those old games, 100% worth. Mm. Technically, I, I own one, but it's still at my buddy's house. Brad, it's been like three months. 
Yeah. You bought that for your uh, buddy. Well, so uh, I actually didn't pay him yet for it, so he just he's just sitting on it. He go. He said, "If you don't want to buy it, I have no problem holding on to another one." Um, <laughs> but be, due to me having only a Switch Lite, um, it's a little more difficult setting it up and then being like, "All right, here we go," because I don't know. Like, there's no like stand for the Switch Lite. Yeah. I, I don't. The controller's super cool, but. I don't know. I haven't played Paper Mario yet, but I heard there's also issues with the game. So really, yeah, it's disappointing. But I, at the end of the day, you know, I'm not it's going on Nintendo. there. Nintendo, all we know, they're going to mess everything up and do it all backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm not going to go and, uh, you know, sit down and I don't know, like Mario Kart 64. I'm not going to sit down and remember how it was when I was a kid, 100. percent Unless something was glaring wrong, right? Like it would have to be something like you know Rainbow Road was a was a mud road, you know it's just brown. <laughs> but that's like the thing, like with Ocarina to me is like I do know, mm-hmm. and even if you didn't, you'd look at it and just be like, this just seems wrong. Well, that's that's the difference of uh, you know having a game like Mario Kart, which I did. I mean, I put hundreds of hours into that when I was a kid. But you're talking about you know I was a kid and it's a pen. I mean, it's been probably close to 15 years since I put a ton of that time into it. And where this is your favorite game of all time. Yeah. And but you're going to know still, everything. Like, you haven't played through all of Ocarina. If I set you into some of these situations, you'd look at it and be like, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to have any background on it. You could just look at it and say, something is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it and, is. I, I got into the Deku tree and I just I couldn't move forward. <laughs> I had to put it down. <laughs> you have to put the Deku tree now? <laughs> I got him the Deku tree. <laughs> You're making it far. I'm almost I'm almost done. <laughs> I heard I heard you fight that spider thing and you're done. Dude, my my mind's eye of the Deku tree, I'm like, this is a three hour event. This is <laughs> this is this is the rest of the evening. And then I went back and, and played it and I was like, Oh That's it. I've done it. <laughs> Man, the Deku Tree's got like nine levels, and I gotta like climb a thing and beat a spider. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> it's a lot easier than I remember. That's interesting. And then you get in the water temple, and you're like, well, I'm still big dumb. <laughs> this is as hard as I remember. <laughs> it's exactly what I remember. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Uh, that is all we had to talk about today. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. I enjoyed myself. Glad to be back at it after the holidays. Uh, smash that like button. Uh, destroy the subscribe button. Comment under the video why Joe is wrong about something. I don't even care. Just like let him know, you know. And uh, yell at He's us on Twitter at envision underscore org. We love you. I hope your mother's fine. And goodbye. Oh, your mother. Love you. <laughs>